0: welcome back to my podcast in a monologue with me olivia Neal. today we are going to be speaking about christmas festivities i'm also going to be telling you about my awkward encounters in the gym i'm going to be telling you about my potential stalker and my neighbor from hell and finally i'm going to be telling you about my presents that i got my ex-boyfriend for christmas this upcoming christmas Okay, I feel like I don't even have that much to update you on. This month has been the most boring month and it's because I am on my self-care wellness journey. And I do like updating you on it because I like to keep it real. I told you guys how I was going to do Super November failed twice but also it was like it wasn't like an axe, it wasn't a slip up it was like a planned fail like I said, you know what, two nights in November I'm allowing myself a few drinks Um, I didn't get like blackout which is like a problem that I sometimes have is I like get blackout I just had, I just had fun with friends and then apart from that I've been the most boring recluse ever, just sitting in Hear that? It's the sound of someone whacking the ground with a rake, specifically they're beating around the bush which we've done enough of in this ad, too, so let's get right to it. The new Moneymaker scratch-off from the Ohio Lottery doesn't beat around the bush. Money. Maker. Play the game, and you could win money. Up to $2 million. With more than $88 million in prizes, ranging from 50 to $500, Moneymaker cuts right to the cash. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, The Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, The Hargan Family Killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Doing nothing, going to the gym. I started going to the gym, which obviously, like, I've updated you on all this, so you're probably bored. But because of it, I just feel like I've got nothing to update you on. Like, I was like really thinking on the way here. I was like, what have I done in the past week that I could update you girlies on? And nothing was springing to mind. I mean, this weekend, what did I do? I went ice skating with Lewis, which was obviously really, really fun. I do love ice skating. I feel like I've got like a natural talent for it. like I do. Like, okay, yeah, I wasn't clinging onto the side. Do you know like when people like cling onto the side when they go ice skating, which is obviously completely fair enough if you do it. Um, I was kind of just like going along on my own, and it was making me think, holy fuck, I might be incredible at this. I'm not like just, I'm not there yet, but I just feel like with some training or just even like I might just go back on my own someday to the ice rink, I would, I think I could just be incredible. And I also want to be really good at ice skating because I like the clothes that they wear when they do ice skating. So anyway, that was my update about ice skating. Apart from that, I did absolutely fuck all. Went to the gym a few times, just did my 12, 3, 30. Had a great time. Actually, speaking of the gym, so I was at the gym last night. Sunday evening at the gym who is she like literally I don't know what I've become I'm really I'll get more into the heart like I'm really enjoying not drinking but I haven't yet bumped into someone that I know in the gym like I've I've seen we all know I said I fucking saw Central City on the treadmill and it freaked me out so much not freaked me out but I was just like oh I don't like I don't know what to do in this in this scenario I feel like I haven't mentally prepared myself for this but anyway that that was fine because I was obviously not gonna like we do not know each other he does not know who I am I'm not gonna be like Hey, how you doing? So I was actually like, I'd never even thought about it. But I've never met like a friend or just like yeah, someone I know in the gym, like someone that you, if you walk past them on the street, you would say hi, hi, or you can like catch up. But last night something was in the air. It was Sunday evening, and everyone must have just wanted to detox in the gym. I saw two people I knew. So one of them it was my producer for this podcast, right? and I was like walking on my treadmill 12 3 big incline you know I had my head from the dawn I had man Eater by Nelly Furtado on I was in the zone and he just like I really enjoy this interaction he just in the mirror behind me just said like, hi and I went oh hi and that was it perfect interaction for me I, I feel like that is so much better than someone like coming up and like having a conversation with you and you like trying to like you know like get off the treadmill and like awkwardly like have a conversation with someone and like catch up when you're like drenched in sweat and like bright red cheeks and you know my hair was all sweaty it was just a whole ordeal. like I I just think a perfect interaction at the gym is just I, I mean obviously ideally I would be going to the gym on my own and no one would have to see me but that's not the real world but then I saw this guy that I know now this is like he's a friend like we go out sometimes like we we, we apply to each other's stories you you know we go to the pub together haven't seen him in a few months but we are friends and I saw him like several times around the gym and I just like I just couldn't look at him because I knew you know at this point my headphones were off I was off the treadmill like I was you know on the mats kind of doing abs and stuff like it was perfect like I if 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 we acknowledged each other i would have had to say like hi how are you and stuff but like we were almost like following each other around the gym like i swear everywhere i went he was maybe i was following him i didn't i don't really know what was going on but anyway i just refused to look at him and like in hindsight he probably thinks i'm a fucking rude bitch and maybe that i don't want to be friends anymore but it actually wasn't that i just could not bear to have a conversation with someone for some reason i don't know what my complex with that was but i just like I i couldn't i couldn't look at him and I, he was, like, literally two meters from me the whole, entire time. So um, that was my experience with interactions at the gym. I fucking hate it. I actually, like, I'm thinking... Because remember I told you... I don't know if I told you this, but we watched my house tour on YouTube, the people before me loved a sauna. Random. I don't love a sauna. I was actually speaking about this earlier on. I don't like a sauna. There's a sauna in the gym I go to, and it's, like, a very common thing for everyone at this gym to like go into the sauna after and sit there for a while and I tried it once and it just smelled funny and it smelled like sweat and I was just thinking to myself that like my bare butt here is just like on some man's pull of sweat and then also I felt like really awkward tension I just felt like someone was about to like I don't know what was about to happen I mean obviously there wasn't tension and I was obviously making up on my hair but like why is everyone just sat there in silence like staring at their feet like I just oh I just not for me I don't like quiet things I don't like thinking like I don't like being alone with my own thoughts I think but anyway yes the person that lived in my house for me loved sauna, and he built a a sauna in my back garden or his back garden at the time but it's basically like this really really well built shed I, d- I don't know why I think it's so well built I think it's like most sheds that I know are like old rickety sheds at the back of the garden with like a more inside but this is actually like like you could live in this shed <gasps> wait oh my god I have a story to tell you anyway sorry let me just quickly finish this and then I've got a really interesting story to tell you um but yeah it's a perfect it's, a- it's an amazing shed it's got like, electricity it's got like a storage room, a sauna, and then like a like a living area. I don't know. It's incredible. So I'm thinking, I fuck, fucking hate saunas. So I'm going to take the sauna out and maybe make it into a home gym. So now I don't have to have these awkward interactions at this other gym. So anyway, my story that I have to tell you is crazy. Basically, I had a few people over and I think they were smoking or something. And it was raining outside. and I don't like people smoking my house, obviously. And it was raining outside. So I was like, okay, guys, you can just go into the shed at the back of my garden. And there's a light. Just switch the light on. Have a cigarette in there. No problem. So they went and did that. turned on the light. And then they came back inside and they didn't turn off the light. Now, the normal thing to do the next morning is to go outside and turn off the light. But I was just, like, hungover. This wasn't in November, by the way, okay? This wasn't in October. Um... I was just like hungover and I couldn't be bothered to go outside and turn off the light. And do you ever get when you get like a complex of not doing something? Like, for example, you know, if you get home from holidays and you've got your suitcase, I will leave that full suitcase full of dirty clothes just lying on my bedroom floor for weeks because I cannot, like, I cannot unpack it. I can't, but I just like have this weird complex about not doing it. Like one day I'll be like, "Mm, no, I don't want to do that. And then I'll just push it off for weeks. Anyway, the next day when I woke up, that happened with turning off this light in my shed. I just absolutely refused to turn it off. I I couldn't be bothered. And there's a fucking, like, there's a cost of living crisis. But also, I haven't even figured out my energy bill. So I I wasn't paying for it. I don't know who the fuck was paying for that light to be turned on. Anyway, I have a next door neighbor. And I don't know this neighbor. I've never met her. I don't know what she looks like. I know that she's like a middle-aged woman. Or like a six year old woman, I think. I think she's got white hair. But my boyfriend was standing outside in this, like, balcony thing I have. And he was just, like, standing there, you know. I don't know what he was doing. It was, like, summer, so maybe he was getting... I just saw my boyfriend, my ex-boyfriend. Anyway, we'll get into that later. Um, And this woman, like, screamed at him from the garden beside me, being like, that balcony! It's like a... It's basically like a... Yeah, it's like a balcony. She was like, that balcony is not permitted to be used as a balcony. You can't stand up there. It's a fucking balcony. But anyway, right, like... This woman, I don't know, my, my, my ex boyfriend was just like, right, okay, sweet, and just like went back inside, and like, I was like, okay, well, if I ever want to put a, like, sun lounger or something out there, like, in the summer, I'm just going to have to put up, like, a bamboo privacy wall so this woman doesn't fucking scream at me. Don't know why it affects her. She's not, like, in the same house as me. I don't know. It was, it was really weird, but I, it w- I wasn't there to experience it, so I just kind of didn't think anything of it. Anyway, I get this letter through my door a few days after the whole me turning on the light in the shed situation and it's like handwritten and I was like oh my god well first of all I was like this is gonna be my stalker because I have a theory that I have a stalker but I'll tell you that after I'm um, keep saying that. I've got so many stories to tell you today um I get this handwritten letter through the door and it's from her and it's basically like it's a it's a letter from the council being like the shed at the back of this property is not like it doesn't have permission like planning permission or something to be used as residence and then she wrote like a little note like handwritten at the bottom being like the shed at the back of the garden cannot be used to live in and I was like what the fuck like obviously I'm not fucking living in my shed like why would I choose to live in my shed like this woman is crazy and she's clearly obsessed with me and, like, the only reason that she could think that I'm living in my shed is because there was a light on there. Like, it's not like she fucking sees me going out there all the time because I would I didn't go out there for the full week to turn off that light. But I was like, right, whatever, this woman is tapped. I just said tapped, that was so English of me. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I didn't think anything of it. I went and turned off the light and I was just like, whatever, this crazy bitch. A few, I think, like a week or 10 days later, I get a knock on the door and I'm like, mm, who is that? I'm not expecting anyone. I, go, I open it. And she's like, I'm like, hi. She's like, hi. I'm from the council. Um, we've basically had complaints from your neighbor that you're living in your shed. So, and I was like, I am not fucking living in my shed. Like, I don't know what this woman's problem with me is. I've never like, I've I had a birthday party once. But I never got any complaints, and that's it. So like, it's not as if I'm, like I'm a bad neighbor or anything. Uh, anyway, the council woman um comes in, she has to come out to my shed and take photos of my shed to prove that I'm not living in it. And she was like, Yeah, okay, like I can see that you're not living in here. And I was like, I have two bedrooms inside my house. Why the fuck would I choose to sleep outside when I could sleep in my bedroom? Anyway, oh my god, don't get me sorry, it actually makes me fucking fuming. Then, fast forward to like last week, I got like a delivery and it was quite a big box, so I didn't want to leave it and it was it was full of like important stuff like for work. Um and i didn't want to leave it outside and i was like 45 minutes away so the courier like rang me and i was like okay can you just leave it with my next door neighbor and just tell her that i'll be 45 minutes and i'll come grab it from her so he keeps me on the phone um while he goes up and asks my next door neighbor if she if she can take my parcel for me and just put it in her foyer for 45 minutes and he's like he the, the courier was so nice he was like i'm not going to do the accent but he was like you darling like um is it okay if Olivia from next door just leaves her, por- her parcel in here? Like she'll literally be forty five minutes, and she just went no. And I was like on the other side of the phone. Like, I'm about to fucking beat this bitch up. I'm about to reach my hand through the phone and beat beat this bitch up. I don't know what her problem with me is. It's crazy. She's never even seen me. She's never seen my face. Oh my god. Oh my God. And our houses aren't even fucking attached. I live in a semi-detached house and it's not attached to her house. So it's not as if like I'm making noise. I just crazy. It's actually crazy. And then she was like, you're better leaving it with her other neighbour. Throw eggs at her house. I'm gonna throw eggs at her house. I'm sorry, I don't usually stoop to that level, but I'm I'm there's just there's I need to like I need to let her know that it's not okay to be like that. Like neighbors should have your fucking back. Like if someone came to me and was like, oh the little woman beside you, like she needs your help. And or like if she asked me for milk, I'd give her three cartons. Like I'm just always nice to neighbours because like it's always good to have a good relationship with neighbors. Like they literally like live right beside you. I don't know, it's crazy to me. Anyway, that's my story. I don't know how I got into that. I think it was about my sauna. I mean Uh, turning it into a home gym back to my stalker story which i briefly touched on in that story how weird is this so basically i left my passport in my car i I had to go pick up a parcel and i couldn't find my driver's license so i just brought my passport with me and i left it in my little middle compartment i didn't really think anything of it you know i like left it in there for like three nights or something probably shouldn't have left it in my car definitely should have taken it into a safe space considering i am traveling very soon so i shouldn't have been like leaving it in the car but like i lock my car every night well so so i thought one day i go out into my car and like all the like and, and the middle console is open and like i never opened that console and i just had a feeling that like someone had broken into my car and i was like my mom was with me and i was like mom can you go check in the boot and see if my charger's in there because, like, a charger is, like, kind of the only thing. I, I don't keep anything in my car apart from my, my car charger because it's an electric vehicle. Why did I just say vehicle? That was really weird. Um, and that's, like, really the only thing of value that you can like that you could steal from my car. And my mum went and checked and it was still there. There was also a brand-new speaker in the box because my mum got me it for my birthday. Um, it was sat in the back seat. And, like, there was a few other things in the back seat, but, like, the brand-new speaker like was, like, probably... 200 pounds was sat there and it was still there so I was like oh I must have just accidentally opened this like middle console thing and just completely forgot and I didn't even think about my passport I didn't think about any of that um didn't cross my mind that it was in there I completely forgot anyway me and my mum go about our day I think we were like going shopping or something at like 6 p.m. as I was leaving her to the train station to get her train to the airport um, she keeps getting phone calls from this random number, and she's like, "This random number's been ringing me all day." And I was like, "Well, answer, because it keeps ringing you. It's probably something important." So she answers, and it's this man, and he's like, "Hi, like, is this Paul and Neal?" And she was like, "Yeah," and he was like, "Do you know Olivia Neal?" And she was like, "Yeah, that's my daughter." And he was like, "Oh, I found her passport," and my mom was like, "What?" And he was like, "Yeah, like it was just like on my doorstep," and my mom was like, "What the fuck?" And he was like, "Yeah, I just found it this morning." And I was like, oh my God. Also, by the way, the person that was ringing me lives three doors down from me. And he just found it on his doorstep. So I was like, someone has broken into my car somehow. Maybe I didn't lock it, but no, I will always lock it. So if you're hearing this and you're thinking you're going to rob me, I'm always going to lock my car with precision now. So don't, don't even think about it. Someone had broken into my car, left everything of value. Obviously a passport is very valuable. Taken my passport and then just left it on the doorstep of a house three doors down. And I can't think to myself of why they would do that. Like, if they were trying to rob me, like, and get something out of it, they would take the things of value, the, like, why Why did they do that? The only thing that's coming to my head is I've got a stalker. They're trying to get inside my head and play games with me. And it's fucking working because I'm, like, so suspicious. I can't think of what the purpose is. Crazy stories. Anyway, that's all I have to update you on. I just wanted to say one final thing. I'm actually loving not drinking. It's so good. I- it's boring it's so boring and like it's easy for me to say that I'm loving it because it's like I, I posted like a like a clip of um this podcast on TikTok and I was basically being like oh I can't go out and not drink or whatever and like I I really struggle so my only option is to just sit in and just like say no to plans otherwise I'll be too pressured to drink and everyone was like you have alcoholism like you're normalizing alcoholism and I was like that's right I feel like it's offensive to like people who have dealt with alcoholism or like have had loved ones who have dealt with alcoholism. Like it can ruin your life. And it was not ruining like drinking is not ruin, ruining my life by any means. So I feel like people were being a little bit traumatic. However, um, I am just loving how I feel, not drinking, and it's like making me like never want to drink again. Like one thing that I have noticed, well, I, my my mood generally has just been like so elevated because i well i think it's because I, I feel way more productive like i wake up at fucking 7 a.m like well i was about to say naturally but actually the reason i've been waking up at 7 a.m is because how weird right i've only had two utis in my life urinary tract infection and recently in the past like two weeks i every time, no, okay, that's like past week, every time I go to bed, I start feeling like I've got a UTI, it's only at nighttime, only when I lie down, it's so fucking weird, I've been like, and then I wake up at like 7am, like, with like, UTI symptoms, and then just during the day, it's completely gone, so I actually went and got antibiotics for it today, because I was like, I'm going on holiday, I'm not fucking dealing with this anymore, I also don't want to wake up at 7am, it's just not fun, um, however, because i'm like not drinking i'm not waking up hungover i'm feeling really productive i'm just like getting loads of things done and i'm doing really nice things during the day like i'm cooking a lot i'm not cooking my ex-boyfriend cooks <laughs> um i'm like going on really nice walks i'm going to the gym i'm actually like doing like work things work things so whatever you're making tiktoks <laughs> anyway um But yeah i just i feel amazing and like yeah the thing i've noticed is like kind of crazy i don't know if you'll be able to tell right now because i feel a bit flustered and hot and sometimes when i get flustered and hot i go a bit like like red and swollen but um my face has like changed and i was like i i thought it had changed a little bit oh my god wait you're all gonna be like no it fucking hasn't but i thought it had changed in my head i was like this is like i feel like my face face structure has gotten way stronger or something and I was like, it, it must be from not drinking. And I have read that alcohol is like an inflammatory. And I, But I didn't say it to anyone because I don't think anyone would have noticed. And I probably don't think you will notice. It's only people that are like see me every day will probably notice. But my friend Tilly came around and she was like, your face has changed. Have you been using your new face? Which is like that microcurrent like gua sha thing. And I was like, no Tilly, haven't used it once. It's from not drinking. And she's like, that's crazy. So even she thought that it changed, but yeah, that was my one ob- observation. And I also feel amazing and very productive not drinking. But you know what, November is over soon. I'm going to Mexico, so I definitely will drink in Mexico. But I'm just thinking, like, I I definitely want to like make drinking like a two month, two times a month thing because that's what I've done this month. I drank twice this month, and I've really enjoyed how I felt. So, and like, I think that's a good like in between for me, just because I can't fucking hack hangovers, and I can't I I like obviously like this is something i could work on but it's just like an easier thing for me is to just like limit me limit my drinking to two times a month because i can't um i can't really go out and just casually drink i don't like casually drinking like i would never have like a glass of wine with my dinner or something i don't like that i only drink like in a binge way which is like i don't know i don't know if that sounds really bad but like i just drink to get drunk like i want to go out with my friends and get really really drunk and like, that's all I, that's all i drink for um so it's never like it's, all, it's always like quite a heavy night, do you know what I mean? It's never just like a few drinks and like wake up in the morning and feel okay. Like I, I know myself that I can't do that. So that's what I'm going to try implicate from my n- n- little, I was going to say no drinking November because that's not true. It's like l- less drinking November. That's what I'm going to try bring forward from that month. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday present for the pickleballer, Gift Mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. But obviously Christmas is coming up and Christmas season can be kind of a crazy one. A lot of people, are like, I mean, like, it's festive season. I feel like that's like a big drinking time, is it? I feel like it is. Yeah, like, loads of Christmas parties and Christmas Day. I, for one, don't like drinking on Christmas Day. I don't really like being, like, my, my, my reasons are is nothing happens on Christmas night. Like, there's no parties. There's clubs aren't open on Christmas night. Like, you just get drunk with your parents and then you just have to go upstairs and go to sleep. Like, I don't like doing that. I also, like, sometimes feel weird about, like, getting drunk with my parents. I'm like, am I going to fucking say something stupid? Am I going to embarrass myself? Like, am I going like, to, end up, like, going to someone's house that I don't want to go to? Like, I just, like, I... I don't really like drinking on Christmas Day. Also, like, I'm there with my nana and papa who I don't get to see because, like, everyone's coming to my house this year. So, like, my nana and papa and my cousins and stuff. And I have, like, h- hardly seen them this year and I just don't want to be, like, drunk and, like, ruin it for myself. I also, like, whenever I drink, I don't get hungry, basically, when I drink. Obviously, like, at the end of the night and you come back and you're a bit drunk, I eat so many fucking noodles. But, like, wh- like what if I start drinking, I will not eat my Christmas dinner. And, like, I actually want to make an effort with my Christmas dinner this year because... If you've ever seen my my stories around Christmas, like, God bless you. But they're fucking horrible. Like, my Christmas dinners are not great. Because I just don't like the things in Christmas dinner. If you gave me a bowl of pasta, I would have the biggest bowl under the table. But for some reason, with the roast, it's just always so shit. And, like, I can't eat Yorkshire puddings. Obviously, can't eat, like, turkey ham. Can't eat cauliflower cheese. Can't eat, like, pigs in the blanket, which I fucking used to love, by the way. So the only thing I can eat is, like, potatoes, which... Not a big fan. I like, no, yeah, I like mashed potato if it's like really, like, you know, really creamy mashed potato. Oh, I love it. But it also just feels like me and baby food. But yeah, I can eat that and like the vegetables, which is just sad. And then I don't really like gravy, so I have ketchup. So like, what the fuck is that? It's an abomination. That's what it is. But this year, I've decided I'm gonna like make loads of really nice like so. I I figured out that I actually do like roasted potatoes but only if they are like so roasted to the point that it's like like a crunch like you know like a a crisp almost um so I'm gonna like make my mum make them really roasted this year and then I'll eat the roast potatoes um I'm gonna make vegan Yorkshire puddings I'm gonna get this like vegan chicken Kiev from M&S put it in the freezer and then have it on Christmas day as well like instead of like having the like Chicken or no, what is it? The turkey that you have, um and I'm just gonna do like loads of other things and try like actually like make an effort with my Christmas dinner this year. And because of that, I don't think I can drink because if I drink, I will not eat it, any of it. How random is this? I don't know if like any other families do this, but like every Christmas, no matter like what house I'm having it at, actually not my French cousins, they don't do this, but like French people like don't. Or, I don't know. I suppose say French people are weird. French people are not weird. I have lots of French cousins, but um, when I spend Christmas in belfast not paris um i don't know if i've ever said that on my podcast before i don't know if like you'll never be listening to this and you don't know who like I, and, oh my god that sounded really like conceited i have spent like if you've ever watched my youtube you probably have heard me say that i have like french cousins and that we kind of alternate if we spend christmas in belfast or paris or like sometimes my parisian cousins come and spend christmas with me they're not actually well they are parisian like obviously my auntie's from belfast but she moved over there and like she married her husband there and all their children grow up there so they all like speak french but they speak english with an english accent which is kind of random um but anyway yes sometimes they come over and visit us but um yeah no matter where i am in belfast we always have nibbles and our nibbles are always you know those like little like indian style selections like from the frozen section in tesco's It's always for some reason our starter on christmas day not yeah like our nibbles we have like chorus badgies and then sometimes we get like the asian style and it's like spring rolls i I don't know it's just like the most random like random nibbles ever for a christmas roast but i fucking love it it's like my favorite part of christmas day um so i don't i don't want to taint that with alcohol but see christmas eve that's a whole other story i fucking love christmas eve so much Um, i haven't really been able to go on that many crazy christmas eves because once i turned 18 I moved away. Oh my god, wait. I've actually only been out like twice on Christmas Day, but I had a great time both times. My dad's friend owns a pub. Does he still own it? I think he does. Owns like, well, it's like more of a bar um really really near us and my dad rents out like three like huge tables of like 10 and like we all invite our friends and all our family friends go and we just have the best night ever there's like live music everyone's singing along to the christmas anthems everyone gets so drunk my dad will not stop going around the tables buying everyone shots he's like a little like shot fiend. um my brother and sister both used to work there so they know everyone that works there it's just so fun and like it's just so nice to see like I literally like last time I was there I saw the girl that used to be at me when I was like four years old like that's like like you just run into everyone and it's so fun and just good vibes all around and like it's just so fun so I'm really looking forward to Christmas Eve and then like you are a little bit hungover on Christmas Day but I honestly think like what better day to be hungover I don't get dressed up for Christmas Day. Like, I'm wearing sweats and a hoodie. I don't get... Uh, obviously, I get people who get dressed up for Christmas Day. It's, it's an occasion and... No, I actually fucking don't. Like, I'm sorry. How are you sitting there in fucking de- like tight denim jeans eating your Christmas dinner? Absolutely not. Could never be me. I will be wearing a hoodie and sweats with no makeup on, hungover, and I will enjoy it. Like, that is, like, my, like, that's my dream hungover day. It's, like, waking up at 11, you know, getting some presents. Always amazing. I don't even think my mum and dad can get us presents anymore. And trying to think what they got us last year. Oh, you know, they get us we like, stocking fillers and stuff. But it's just, like, I'm a bit too old. Well, no, you should never be too old for Christmas presents. But, like, I feel like I prefer, never thought I would say this. Because I used to be a little selfish bitch when I was younger. But I honestly prefer giving presents now. Crazy. Actually crazy. I think I said recently that I don't like giving presents. I don't like thinking of presents. I do find it a bit difficult sometimes, but I am getting better. But I just love giving someone a present and like seeing their reaction. It's just amazing. Um but yeah, I feel like presents aren't a huge like factor anymore. Now that I've gotten a bit older, but um everyone's in a good mood. My mum always makes us a nice brunch. Then my whole family come over, we all sit and watch something on television, have some nibbles, and then we get a big roast and it's just a lazy day. It's perfect. Like, everyone, like, you should be hungover on Christmas Day. Don't be afraid to be hungover. As for, like, London Christmas, I don't really have anything planned. I haven't put up my Christmas tree or anything. I don't know if I'm going to put up my Christmas tree because, honestly, it just feels like effort. I, like, bought, a, a like, a fake Christmas tree last year and I kind of regret it because I'm like... Ugh. I mean, I don't like Christmas trees. I think they're ugly. I'm sorry. I don't like them whatsoever. I'm not going to put one up in my, my flat. Also, the cats hate it. The cats just like, not even hate it. I fucking hate the cat. I, I hate how much the cats love it. They climb it. They like try to pull it over. They eat the, the fucking fake Christmas tree. It's a whole thing. And I just, I don't want to deal with it this year. And what's the point? Because I'm not even going to be there for Christmas Day. If I want to feel Christmassy, I can take a walk around London. Like, I could go to Winter Wonderland or something. I don't think I'm going to go to Winter Wonderland, though. I saw something really terrible on the news recently about it, and it does make sense. Like, you know, like, portable fun fairs and, like, rides and roller coasters and stuff? I obviously, like, I'm not bashing it whatsoever because that's people's livelihood. But when you do deep it, it's a little bit scary. How, like... I feel like all I was going to say Alton to ours is a bit different, but no, it's fucking clearly not because they had an accident, a, a huge accident there as well. I think roller coasters are just a bit risky, no matter what. But when a roller coaster comes out of a van and is like put up in one day or two days or something, that shit's kind of scary to me. So I don't know if I'm going to go to Winter Wonderland this year because I do love rides. Like I love, I'm a, I'm a thrill seeker. What can I say? But like, I need I need to be I need to be careful. <laughs> I'm seeing too much bad shit happen on my TikTok for you page. Anyway, I need to tell you about my ex. Like, what's going on with us? We are still exes. We're not going out. Um, not going into that just yet. But we're still like hanging out every day, and like it's just really nice to have each other's company. And you know, I don't. Ugh, I don't even want to talk about it. But we are going on holiday. We're going to Mexico. In like a few days, so I'm 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 interested to see how that goes down. Because last time we went on a trip was for his birthday, and we we both spent the whole time crying, and it was a disaster. So we'll see if this trip is anything like that. I'll keep you updated. Terrible idea to go on holiday with your ex. Don't know what I'm thinking. Like this is the thing. At least I'm like self aware. Like I'm not sitting here being delusional, like saying that this is gonna be the best idea ever. But I'm just like, oh, basically I'm going to Miami for work. And last time I went to America, I went to New York for like a work trip. And I was there for, I want to say like a day and a half. And on the way back, I was like, oh my God, this is like, this is the stupidest thing ever to get, how long's the flight? An 11 hour flight to New York just to spend a day and a half there. Like next time I come to America and make that big trip, I'm going to spend a bit of time here. So I was going to Miami for three days. And then I looked like what was near Miami and the Bahamas was really near Miami. And I was like, is it my time to swim with the pigs? But then I looked it up and it was so fucking expensive. Like everywhere it was so expensive the Bahamas and I was like absolutely not. I'm not going there. But Mexico is so near. It's like an hour flight or something. So I was like fuck it, I'm just going to go to Mexico cuz so I actually love Mexico. I love Mexican food. I love tequila. I love the beach in Mexico. I love the weather in Mexico. I love everything about Mexico. Um so I'm I'm going to Mexico with my ex for like a week. I just like it should it should be okay because I'm just like how can you be upset and fight with each other when you're in Mexico? Come on, be real. Um, but yes, I thought I would share with you what I'm getting him for Christmas because we're we're completely out, like a couple, so we have to get each other Christmas presents, and I'm quite kind of proud of like the things I've decided to get him. So I thought, I, I, I'm going to tell you what I'm getting him. Obviously, if you're him, do not fucking listen to this because he does listen to every single podcast of mine. And then he dissects everything I say about him and like brings up like a fucking essay of like his thoughts on what I say about him and how I need to word it differently. Like honestly, it's a fucking nightmare every single week. But anyway, it is my fault for like speaking about him constantly. And I think he got really pissed off because like he found out that someone he knows listens to it. And I, I think, like whenever he like comes to me and he's like, oh my God, like why are you speaking about me? I'm like, oh it's just me and the girlies that listen to this like like no one you know and he found out a boy he knows listens to so not he's pissed off so i'm not going to speak about him i'm just going to speak about the presents that i get him uh just in case do you have a boyfriend or you have a loved one that you are stuck for when you're thinking of present ideas so let me get my list up i'm getting him airpod maxes this is a great present obviously it's quite expensive I think they're like 500 pounds, which is pretty fucking crazy especially for your ex-boyfriend however they are just the best things I've ever had in my life and also you know what if things end really badly between us in like a month or so at least every time he puts on his airpods he's gonna think of me so it's a win-win um next up I'm getting him a fleece from Ronning it's like a it's 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 my friend's brand actually but it's quite like sustainable and like really good quality and just really really nice boys clothes quite simple just amazing good brand if you're like looking to buy clothes for your boyfriend i'm going to get him a cool ashtray like i'm going to go to um like portobello market or like brick lane or something and find like an antique cool ashtray and then i'm going to go to the japan um there's this like shop called ikiba in Westfield it's just like any japanese um any like japanese store or like any store um and get him like loads of fun flavours of ramen because he really likes ramen and then I'm gonna get him loads of Voss water bottles because he likes Voss water and who does who does not love a Voss water bottle? It's a real, real treat to get a Voss water bottle and he can put them in his new fridge. Oh, and I also got him a lamp. You know those little mushroom lamps. If you look up like a vintage mushroom lamp, I got him one of them from eBay. um because I just think they're so cool and I have a mushroom lamp. It's like an orange one. I don't know if that's the right word for an orange, like a mushroom lamp. I feel like it is. If, if you look it up, you know what I'm speaking for. But I just feel like it's only like, what, 40 quid or something. Like it's quite a good present. And that's all, I'm get- that's all I'm getting. That's a fucking lot. Like that is so much. And it's so ridiculous. I do not need to get in that much because I'm not even going out with them. I'm probably going to like start hating each other again in a month. But I just love getting presents for people. It's so fun. And like, I really like, I've thought about these. Like these ones are like personal. Like, usually I like, I use get like my boyfriend's my boyfriend I don't, have, don't have, I don't think I've ever had to buy a boyfriend a Christmas present before actually I had a boyfriend last year at Christmas and I bought him a trip to Jamaica and then we broke up and I brought my best friend Tilly instead so I've kind of learned my lesson about getting people holidays for presents I'm not going to do that anymore so that's why I've actually put some thought into this one okay so now I asked you guys on Instagram like what your favorite. Festive things to do, or or what you're most looking forward to this festive season. So let's get into it. Someone said, I love all the lights and the atmosphere of like Christmas. I'm a bit torn on this one. I obviously like, I do appreciate a good light here and there, like a fairy light, like Christmas lights, okay? I do like it, but I would rather sacrifice Christmas lights and the atmosphere just for like longer days. I don't know. Does that make any sense? I fucking hate daylight saving time. It's making me like, I don't know. It hit. It hits four o'clock, and I'm like, okay, so I'm going to bed now. Like, it, I, I hate it. I don't like it. It makes me feel like the day should end like way earlier. It gets to like six o'clock, and it feels like eleven thirty p.m. for me. I don't know why. I just like it really fucks me up. And like when like when you go on like an evening walk as well, it just feels a little bit. No, like it's not depressing. It's just a little bit like mundane, because like although the Christmas lights are beautiful, there's no Christmas lights near me. I've got a train track beside me. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not, it's not that like Christmas aesthetic. So instead, I'm just like walking like in the dark, and it's just I don't know. I just way prefer summer evenings. I like, I do, I don't mind like winter season. I'm not like oh, like I need the sun. Like I'm such a sun baby. Like I don't mind the cold. In fact, I actually think I prefer winter fashion and like autumn fashion and like getting to wear your coats and like jeans and jumpers like I do love that and wearing your uggs and stuff but something I just don't like about winter is like when it gets dark so early I think it just like it really reminds me of school like whenever like I used to drive home from school and it would be fucking dark like that was the most depressing thing ever I'd be like well that's my whole day done I just think to me like when when it gets dark like the day's done and it just really fucks me up so instead I've been like Going on my walks in the morning. So, then like Saturday, I went for a really, really nice long walk to Hyde Park, which I haven't done in ages. I don't think I can't remember the last time I went to Hyde Park. And on the way, I got a chai latte, which is so Christmasy. If you haven't tried a chai latte, I got a chai latte with oat milk or coconut milk. I can't remember. No, it was coconut milk. Yeah, I got a chai latte with coconut milk. And, um, it literally just tastes like Christmas in a cup. It's quite, like, sickly. Like, it is very sweet. So if you're into, like, sweet things and stuff, then it'll be fine. But because I usually just had not like, used to coffee, I just, I do find it a little bit sickly. So I wouldn't be getting it every single day. Or maybe, like, I would share one with someone. Because by the end, I was like, I'm going to throw up. You know, sometimes you get that after you drink, like, a big hot chocolate. Well, yeah, the chai was kind of like that. But it did make me feel really Christmassy. If you like cinnamon, you'll really, really like it. Definitely get try chai latte this winter if you haven't already. someone said watching the grinch on repeat no here's a controversial one i don't like christmas films i i i just like i no i am not a fucking movie critic if you watched my if, if you looked at my netflix watch history you'd be fucking horrified i love a shit film and i know a lot of christmas movies are shit films so you would expect me to love them but I don't, I don't, I, I don't know what it is, like, even, like, The Holiday, which is, like, a classic, isn't that a Christmas movie? Yeah, it is a Christmas movie, I couldn't care less about it, watched it once, we'll never watch it again, but, like, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, shitty rom-com, we'll watch that a hundred times over, I don't know why, what I've got against Christmas films, like, I actually tried last night, I was like, let me give this little movie a go here. It's a Christmas movie, but let me give it a go. I haven't watched one in a couple of years. So, like, let's see. Maybe I've changed my mind on Christmas movies. And it was on Apple TV and it was with Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. And I was like, I love both of these guys. This is going to be incredible. Like, this is going to change my whole view on Christmas movies. It starts and Ryan Reynolds breaks into a fucking ensemble musical, like, theatre production, dance, sing song there's a chorus there's full backup dancers oh my god it was absolutely unbearable and i love a musical like i have been to see hamilton four times like i used to love you know high school musical like i i love la la La, land i love the greatest showman like i literally think for three years straight the only thing i listened to was the greatest showman soundtrack like i do love a musical but there was something that just pissed me off about a will ferrell and ryan reynolds movie being a musical i was like come on this does not need to happen Turned it off after 10 minutes. I hated it. I just like, Christmas TV's like, I, I need like a lot of violence and sex in movies for me to enjoy it, I think. Like my ideal movie is Deadpool. Yeah. Like things like that. Like a romance. Stabbings and shootings and fights. And then also a little bit of comedy on the side. That's my ideal. And I was not getting that from this Christmas movie I watched last night, surprisingly. But speaking of movies, I need to tell you about two incredible movies I've watched because I actually watched two movies that moved me to tears in the past three days. So I just need to tell you because if, if there's one thing I'm going for, it, it's a movie recommendation. So I watched The Swimmers and it's on Netflix and it's trending. So you've probably already watched it. Um, But it's basically about like these Syrian refugee sisters who like travel from Syria to Germany. And it's the most, oh, it's an incredible film. You should watch it. it I cried my eyes out. And then the second film is captain phillips which i know you've probably already watched it but i hadn't watched it so i don't know maybe there's a chance you haven't watched it and it's like tom hanks who is the captain of a like cargo ship and he gets hijacked by pirates like modern day pirates oh my god cried as well on that one um and it's they're both true stories which is like i i love i love a true story movie i feel like i get a, a lot more emotionally attached when it's a true story movie do you know it's almost like a plot twist to me, you know, like at the end when you were writing an English, I mean, you were writing a story in English and you were like, and then I woke up and it was a dream. To me, that is the same kind of vibe as this is a true story. Like, I just love it. It's just, it's just a big plot twist for me. Okay, I'm now going to go because I have a flight really early in the morning. I'm going to Miami, which... I'm excited about it. I don't think I've ever been to Miami before. Or I don't even think I've ever heard anything about Miami. Oh, I know that Courtney and Chloe um, did a show there called Courtney and Chloe Takes Miami. That's the only thing I've ever really heard about it. So going in with an open mind, I will come back to you next week and tell you all about my experience in Miami. And I'll tell you all about my experience with my holiday with my ex. Should be an interesting one. So see you next week. Love you. Bye. Inner Monologue is a Spotify original podcast produced by Spirit Studios with Raymond Tanner as the producer and Maeve Schaffer as the editor. And from Spotify, the executive producer is Rihanna Coleman.